solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter Twelve, The Patronus. Let's get it started, hot. Let's get it started in here. This is a Potter Watch episode. <laughs> Please keep going. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. And I'm Alex. And, and this, this sure is, is Potterwatch. Potterwatch. Um, yeah, so this is another episode of Potterwatch. Yeah. It for sure is, and it is chapter 12, The Patronus. The Patron. And, um, how can we all listen to this beautiful, beautiful episode? Well, we can listen to it because we know that the new voice that Harry hears in the Patronus is James. Thank you, Molly, for picking that to be... Yeah, that would be his dad, which is super sad. Thanks. Thanks for Just that, a clar- reminder. that clarif- clarification. Um, well, what did you rename this episode, or this, um, chapter, The Patronus? I renamed it A Wolf's Confession. Oh. Mm. I get it. Do you? (laughs) It's pretty, um, it's pretty easy to get, I think. I renamed it Grudges and Guardians. Mm. And, like, Guardians is, like, the Patronus, because they can, like, guard you. No, I got it, I got it. I just couldn't think of another G, and I, like, love that alliteration, so. Yeah, I mean, I saved all my cleverness for the haiku recap, so. Oh, please give us a, so we've just started doing this, um, we're doing our synopses with a haiku, and Alex has ours, (laughs) and this is a 575, um, syllables, that is, not words, as some people thought, i.e. me. (laughs) Okay, so Lessons with Lupin Silver Wisps Wait a second, I'll start Let's take that back (laughs) Take it back, okay Lessons with Lupin Silver Wisps Divulge Secrets Cat Caught Rat Handed (laughs) Can you do it again? Let's take it line by line. Okay. Lessons with Lupin, because of course this chapter is when we start doing like Patronus lessons with Lupin. Um, Silver Wisps is Harry's um, Patronus. Nice. Divulged Secrets is um, Lupin knew knew, um, James. James and also Sirius. And then Cat Caught rat handed. That's really good. That could have been your chapter rename. I know, but I wanted it for. I like it didn't. I couldn't have yeah. it be both. That's why my chapter renames kind of what and, and because cat caught rat handed was my um chapter name. Then I was like, no, I'll use it for the. I'll use it for the haiku. Um, save it for the haiku. <laughs> save it for the haiku. That's um, great. Yeah, and that's obviously um, about the um, Crookshanks being accused of killing Wormtail, i.e. Scabbers. I.e. the biggest rat of them all. Right? Um, okay, we're getting into it now. 
All right, so I said for my first note that Harry should be more confident in magic <laughs> because he's worried that they're going to, like, they're stripping his firebolt down for the jinxes. He's like, but what state would it be in after he'd been subjected to all those anti-jinx texts? I'm like, he should be confident in magic that they wouldn't return, like, a broken broom to him. Agreed. I was like, Harry. this is a little dramatic. Who, Harry? Never. <laughs> um, my first note is, Wood is an asshole. <laughs> like, I get so mad at him in this moment where he's like, oh yeah, wouldn't have to lose you as Seeker. I know, you I'm can't like, get that Dementor thing under control. I was like, what conversation were you going to have with him? Because he like starts out like, so what's going on with this Dementor thing? Like, was he going to fire the his Seeker that hasn't lost a game? Well, he now has. Well, like, lost one game, and it was like because of this Dementor issue. Like, that seems He's really, not ducking around. That seems really ducked up, is what it seems. Um, but can... So I was thinking in this last chapter too, but can they just confiscate his broom? Like, McGonagall was just like, okay, I'm confiscating it to do these anti-jinxes, but could he just be like, no? <laughs> I mean, he's like on school property, also like wizards, I don't know. He's underage, he has no rights maybe, but... I think it's also one of those things where like, McGonagall could suspend him from being on the team, therefore he wouldn't be able to fly it. You know, like, but I also think in general that, like, even if she asked him for the broom, he would give it up. Right. Because in the back of his mind... he'd still be mad about it. Yeah, in the back of his mind, he knows Hermione's right, but he's mad that it has to happen. Yeah. Um, Wood brings up Because he forgives her really quickly. And Hermione, he forgives really. That's what I meant. Oh, he I, forgives I think Herm- I sorry. He forgives Hermione. Real sorry, that happened in my head, and I did not <laughs> <laughs> communicate that clearly. Um, yeah, he forgives Hermione really quickly. But excuse me, Wood raises the questions that we're asking in the last chapter, which is where my note is that I was looking for last chapter. Um, like, how did Sirius get the broom? He's like. What, he can just walk up to, like, yeah. the broom store and ask for it, um, which we talked about last episode, um, about, like, probably the goblins are, like, mm-hmm. keeping it all secret. I also love this little bit with Wood, though, on a separate note, is that McGonagall got a bit snippy. Oh, no, that's later. That's oh, yeah, later. that's later. That's later. <laughs> Uh, but he is like, I'll change her mind. Like, would. All right, would. Sure. You can change McGonagall's mind. <laughs> McGonagall's hilarious. I love her. Um, my next note says, I hate when mom and dad fight. Actually, it says, I hate when mom and dad fight. Who is mom and dad in this situation? Ron and her mind. Oh. <laughs> like, just me as a reader. And then I have the note, really, though. I think Ron and Hermione are both being immature here. Like, I do think, um, that, um, oh, like, I do think that it was weird, like, it was rude of Hermione, like, this, this superiority thing that she's playing up with the Lupin thing when she's like, oh, it's obvious what he is. 
like, or what's making him sick. Like, I think that's so immature. And I'm like, Hermione, you're better than this. But I also think Ron's being harsh. Like, I think both of them just need to get over it, basically. I felt the same way. But, um, real quick before that, I was like, they talk about Hagrid's lesson with the salamanders. Um... And they're like, it was a surprisingly good lesson, collecting dry wooden leaves to keep the fire blazing. But, like, is that a good lesson? Like, collecting fire? Compared to, like, worms, feeding flubberworms, their, like, standard is really low. That's true. I mean, I guess they're learning how to take care of salamanders. Like, they they need fire, but... um, Also, (laughs) this is dumb, but why is the history of magic classroom the largest classroom like why isn't the defense against the dark arts classroom the largest classroom questions we don't know because lupin's like um she just wanted to remind you that that bins exist that (laughs) history of magic was a class she wanted to vary her locations i really don't know why they don't just do it in the dada classroom because he's like the history of magic classroom should be large enough no i know that's what i'm saying but like they do, like, all sorts of active things in the DADA classroom, so I don't know why they don't use it. Yeah. Um, okay, so now I'm at Hermione tutting. Um, she should not be tutting at them. Like, they didn't even do anything wrong. They're just, like, mad at her, which is, like, not... Yeah. Like, they're not in the wrong for being mad at her, and she should recognize, like, yes, I get why they're angry with me, but I'm still right. Like, she can still be self-righteous, but know why they're angry at her. Yeah, I think, I'm just like Hermione. Like, don't touch. Don't touch. Don't touch, and don't do this, like, I know something you don't know. And I love that they don't care. They're like, alright. Ron's like, she doesn't know anything. Which is Or Harry's like, she doesn't know. Well, Ron, I think, is like, she doesn't even know. But, like, Harry's just like, Harry's just like, eh. Like, Harry doesn't even say anything. He does not care. (laughs) Harry, it's like, really? upsetting Harry doesn't really care about much by way of Hermione in well, this. he's just egocentrical really yeah. like he doesn't care about what's happening with Lupin like he's like whatever like I don't care I don't care I'm Harry Potter I'm the chosen one <laughs> I wish I've got was, my own problem I wish it wasn't true I mean like he does have like serious issues but still um just, like, brilliant plan, Lupin, to get a fog art, though. I know, and I love that he went searching all over the school for I it. Because he's, like, I think secretly looking forward to these lessons. He's like, oh, right, we did say we would do lessons, didn't we? And then he's, like, immediately like, well, I don't want to bring, I've been thinking about how I don't yeah. want to bring a Dementor. But Thursday, I've got my whole schedule cleared. Great. Oh, God. Lupin is just... He's such a little... God, this is exactly what I was talking about. I can't even explain, like, my love for Lupin as a character. But it's it's really... It's a great thing that he does. I love that he's trying so hard not to care about Harry so much. He kind of gives it all up in this chapter. Oh, yeah. I love this chapter, though, because it's so dramatic, and I fall for the drama. I'm, like, wiping away tears. You know what I'm saying? Not as bad as the uh, Hogsmeade chapter. Oh, no, not nearly as bad, but, like, I'm still, like, wow, this tension in the room. Cut it with a knife. I did want to quote Lupin's explanation of the Patronus. 
Professor Lupin continued. The Patronus is a kind of positive force, a projection of the very things that the Dementor feeds upon, hope, happiness, the desire to survive, but it cannot feel despair, as real humans can, so the Dementors can't hurt it. I just really like it. Um, I've never paid that much attention to, like, his explanation of the Patronus and, like, how it really works, like, that it is a positive life force that does not, it's not affected by negative forces, which mm -hmm. is just, like, a cute thing that um, J.K. Rowling develops, and it's, like, that each one is unique to the wizard. I think that's so great. Yeah. Um, just throwing, throwing in, um, some mythology, I guess. Like I said, I might. Um, it kind of reminds me of, like, geniuses in Greek mythology, and I'll give, like, an actual definition of that. Please do, because I don't, I don't know what that is, so. And I just like that she develops the idea of Patronuses further, where she uses them to communicate later, and I think that's really cool. So a genius in Roman and, with Gre in Greco-Roman religion is the individual instance of a general divine nature that is present in every individual person, place, or thing. So much like a guardian angel, the genius would follow each man from the hour of his birth to the day he died. So it's not like a similar thing, but a genius is meant like to sort of you. like, that it's like unique to every person and it's with you and it like is meant to be like a guard for you. No, I mean, I think that is. Yeah. That's a... I like how she interpreted it, though. Interpreted. Yeah. And I don't know if that's what she's thinking when she writes Patronuses. That was just me, like, being like, oh, it rem when she described... When Lupin described it like that, it reminded me of... Um, I mean, given her history of using mythology, yeah. yeah. I'm sure it has something to do with that. But, um... Um... This is, the, is this the first mention we get of OWL? Sorry to sort of lurch us no. out of... Um... In that, in so many words is what I mean. Like, where do Lupin they say says it? ordinary wizarding levels, and it's all capitalized. And I don't know if that's our first time that we hear about It owls. might be. Yeah, because I think we really get the explanation on the fifth one. I don't mm -hmm. even know... I don't... Yeah. Oh, wait, no, because... Doesn't Molly Weasley mention it? Where she says, like, that either Percy, Percy or, or someone, Bill. Maybe. I don't remember. I can't remember if it happened before this. Yeah, same. But, yeah, it's when uh, Lupin's explaining the, um, when he's talking about the, the Patronus charm, and he's like, um, it's way above, um, OWL level, but he says <laughs> ordinary wizarding level. Oh, yeah, I see that. Yeah. Hmm. And it stood out to me. I was like, oh, is that, that like the first time that we Good hear about catch. It? I did not catch that at all. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the other thing with Harry. Oh, the other thing with Harry being, like, affected more than other people. <laughs> it's really sad, but he doesn't have that many happy memories. So he's mostly made up of, like, sad memories so that's why the dementors like feed off of him so much yeah um because he yeah he just doesn't have as many mm -hmm. happy memories which is totally very sad I have an actual like 
thing I'm looking up on Tumblr. I'm not. I figured. I was was just looking at what it was. Yeah, I mean, we're not to the point yet, but I just knew that I have it in my notes to quote this. So I was just getting Oh, I, okay, I remember. I was saying that, like, Harry's affected more because he doesn't have that many happy memories. Yeah, that's horrifying, but, yeah. True. And proven by the fact that, like, the first time he was on a broom is, like, one of his... Which is, like, he loves Quidditch. Yeah, I mean, and she's gotta, like, save up those real happy ones for when he uses Patronuses and the rest of them. Yeah. Because, like, Ron and Hermione should be, like, in these first couple that he tries, but I know she has to save up those memories right. because, like, she's all, he's also mad at Hermione right now, kind of. Also, we just said he's pretty egocentric. <laughs> first like friends like spending time with the weasleys i feel like is like 100 percent one even if you're not egocentric i mean even if you right. are egocentric he's just like, like not thinking friends. about it yeah i mean he put his like happiest memories like when he was a wizard and leaving privet drive which is valid that that is valid yeah sad i said <laughs> what well, i think my exact note was super sassy what was it? It's later. I'll I'll say it when we get to that point. In the okay. Book. Did you have anything on this? No, my next note is, um, Harry being excited about getting a little bit of the spell ray is so cute. Like, that's all. It's like, look, paper. I did it, Lupin. Look, I did it. <laughs> Um, I said if it was me teaching, and also similar to how Harry teaches it when he does Defense Against, or D- Dumbledore's Army, um, he has them just, like, create the Patronus, which I think is what Lupin should have done, just, like, have him master creating the Patronus without the Dementor in the room, mm-hmm. and just, like, perfect that before adding the Dementor in it. So it's like, you know that you can create the Patronus without any, um... Mm-hmm interference and like coming up with the happy thoughts and stuff but like before introducing the Dementor but I get why they need to like make it more exciting yeah I also think that's a better way to teach it overall but I think coincidentally this is better for Harry because it's more psychological like this Dementor thing is really psychological for Harry but Harry even says like he like half wants to keep hearing his parents which, of course, is, like, super upsetting. But so I think it would be good for him just to master, like, creating an actual Patronus. But that's what I mean by it's half psychological for him. Like, I think it's good that he's learning it at the same time with direct relationship to the Dementor because I think he's getting over both things at the same time. Like, I think even if he learned how to make, like, a corporal Patronus, then, um, what? No, just, I'm smiling at you saying that because, like, they say it in the fifth line. A corporal, a corporal patrona. You know, like even if he could make the full one, I think being, yeah, he needs to deal with it. Yeah, he has to deal with this. And I do stuff. think it motivates him. Yeah, because he like doesn't like that feeling of being defeated by the Dementor. But mm-hmm. I just, I think I like how Harry teaches it. Me too. I mean, Harry's a great DADA teacher. Um, and he he even he should s- be a DADA teacher. I know. He even says like. Um, I wish I had a bagar to teach with because that's how I learned. But like, I think it, and it also gives people confidence. Mm-hmm. And I think it would have given Harry confidence if you if he could see himself making it. Do you think that the bagar was 
do you think Dementors were still his like Bogart though by the time in the fifth in the fifth book? Yes. Like do, I, that was just like a general question. Do I you do. think by the end of the series as well. Yeah. Like for the rest of his life. Because it's I think it's the idea of fear. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I mean, that makes a lot of sense for Harry. I was just like, I just had that thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe in s- a specific moments he would be afraid of something else, but like I think, um, like blanketed, it would always be, um, a Dementor, and I think like Ron, it's always gonna be spiders. <laughs> Now for Ron Hermione, I don't know. I, I think Hermione's changes. Right, but I don't know, like, by the end of the series. I think Hermione's definitely changes by the end of the series. Because she matures from this book, um, specifically. Yeah. Um, she becomes less, like, class. Like, it's not about the classes you take. Yeah, I think it would be more about, like, Harry's safety or something like that. Like, I really think she becomes, like, focused. Which is kind of sad that... I think her bogger by the end of the series would be Voldemort coming back. Oh, yeah. By the end of the series. But I think in the middle, like, after this book, when she gets more focused on, like... Because it's really true, like, a lot of her action stems from, like, here's what we have to do to keep Harry alive. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's more of the forefront of her mind more than, like, Ron's, where, like, even Ron gets to be a little bit, um... Yeah. Uh, what's that word I'm trying to say? Removed, removed from it. Um, and so he still gets to have spiders, it, which is sort of innocent to have as, like, his greatest fear. Yeah. And whereas Hermione, I think, takes it upon herself. Like, I think she would, if Harry were to fail or die, she would feel personally, she would personally blame herself, which I think is sad. Yeah. But true. But I think her Bogart would be, like, Voldemort. Like, I think, or something like that. Because she's, like, terrified of the connection of Voldemort having on Harry. Like, Mm -hmm. she's just really... Yeah. Scared of that power and that influence that he has. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Voldemort returning is my biggest fear. TBH. Um, with that, though, like, the Bogart is a very impressive magical creature. Mm-hmm. Like, that he's able to so, like, um, have the same effect. But I was wondering if he could still, the Bogart could still, like, perform the kiss and stuff. But I, I was wondering not. about that, too. In the movie, they say, like, the real thing is worse. Yeah. Which makes me think it's not. this. Like, it's, like, a left. Because, like... But Harry so, still hears the voices and stuff. That's what confusing because like if your bogart is a huge spider if that spider bites you are you like gonna die i don't think so so it's like i think it it wouldn't i don't think the bogart would actually do anything to you like i don't think it can touch you i think it would be like um vapor do you know what i mean Mm. Uh that's in yeah that's true that makes that makes them less scary to me. But, like, if you're in that situation, it's like in a dream. Like, mm-hmm. it can't actually hurt you, but, like, you're so, like, it still scares That's you. That's why it makes it easier to say ridiculous, li- ridiculous, I think. Yeah. I mean, you know that you can defeat it in this moment. Right. If you know it's a bogart, of course. Yeah. 
I mean, like, I'm just trying to think, like, it would be, like, the psychological ones would get me more than something, like, concrete, like, spiders. Like, Molly Weasley's, when she has to do it and she just keeps seeing, like, the people that she loved, like, cycle yeah. through. Like, that would, like, terrify me. Well, even Harry in the maze in the fourth one. Yeah. It's a Dementor coming across and he, like, does the Patronus and it kind of, like, trips and he's like oh it's a bog art yeah and so then he he does the ridiculous or whatever but um so I, it's like that like where it doesn't it doesn't have the same effect mm-hmm. yeah that's true um but i do think i think it would be like um it wouldn't be able to hurt you i think that's but it does have the same effect so like a banshee would still be able to scream but it wouldn't be able to like kill you mm-hmm. if that makes sense. no that makes sense my, that's my guess. <laughs> no, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Okay, I got the sad note. He didn't want to hear his mother voice, mother's voice again. Or did he? I know. And she talks about it more and more in this chapter until she finally just out and says it, like, at the end of the chapter where Harry, like, this is the only memory he has of his parents' voices, and I'll talk about it more when we get to James, but, like, ah, This chapter is just sad. It's a rough chapter. It's sad to get through. Um, so I have to lighten the mood on this subject. Not really light, but, um, I have a Tumblr user that, um, that feels the same way that we do about this moment. It's, uh, the Tumblr user is All Right Evans is their name. Aww. Yeah. So, it starts out, no offense, as in the word Noah and then the word fence, meaning no offense. Is that just, like, a joke? Yeah. Okay. Just as a joke, I'm assuming. The rest of it's pretty well written, so okay. I'm assuming that they did it as a joke. I, I was like, is was that, funny. like, an inside thing I'm not getting? No, it's not an inside thing. I think it's just a joke. Uh, no offense, but the saddest part in the Harry in Harry Potter is when Harry, despite Dementors being his biggest fear and causing him to feel so much misery that he literally passes out, can't fully bring himself to want to fight them off because he wants to hear his parents' voices. And I'm just like... Same. Too real. Same. That didn't really lighten the mood, Alex. It didn't, but I, the no offense thing <laughs> makes me laugh. But, um, I don't know, maybe it comforts you to know that you're not alone. Um, and feeling that that is horrible, because I feel that way. <laughs> that it's terrible. Um, but I also think it's kind of interesting that this post showed up on my wall the same week that we were reading this chapter, and I, and I reblogged it, and I was just like, I know I'm gonna have to bring this up on the podcast soon um I kind of before we started reading I like forgot about that James was gonna be in this one um and that he hears James's part because I know we get the full effect in the seventh one which is very upsetting especially in the movie where they show it um and like oh it's just sad and that James doesn't even have a wand, and he's like, oh, I'll fight him off, you take him and run. Which this I is just... James's best moment. <laughs> but, like, I just wanted Lily to, like, take him and run. <laughs> Same! Where is your wand? 
like, you are in hiding. You should have your wands. It makes me very upset. They were so comfortable. I know. I don't think, honestly, though, I don't think they stood a chance against Voldemort, though. But if, like, they both had their wands and James did at least, like, get into a, a duel with them, with him, like, even if it was just, like, a distraction, then, yeah, she could have definitely apparated. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I'm just upset. I mean, this, oh, I, ooh, we, it's, it's good that we only get these little bits of this scene, but it's, it hurts so much more getting it in these awful little sti- snid, tidbits, snid, snippets, snippets, that's snippets. snippets and tidbits. There we go, <laughs> snippets, because, um, because I feel like we're feeling it with Harry. This like this like desperation to hold on to any we don't little know piece anything. of information yeah. about James and Lily that we get and all we have are these awful memories of them right before they died for a long time. It's horrifying. What does my notes say? My notes are so sassy. I moved on rather quickly. Oh, it just says K. Like, it was, I said, this is the most, this is the most we get of that night to as readers. So basically the same thing I just said. It's fucking horrifying. Quotation marks K. <laughs> just angry. Um, and then at the end it just says, somebody save me. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and we know how important Harry's dad, this, uh, I thought we were moving past the sadness, but it just gets worse because Lupin's reaction That's to, right, Lupin. kills me. Okay, so let's unpack this. I can't. So Harry goes, I heard my dad's, like he's in shock. He's like, I heard my dad's voice and Lupin says in a shaky voice. You heard James. Like, Lupin's been so good about keeping his chill this whole time. Well, not really. But he's been, like, keeping it a secret. And he couldn't. He couldn't. He's like, you heard James? Like, because he wants to hear James. Yeah. He wants to hear, even if it's in, like, a bad, like, even if he's hearing his death, like, Lupin wants that. Like, he. (sighs) Uh, I just, and we know what that shaky voice is. We know what it is. And because it's the same voice he uses when he talks to Harry at the fifth one where he's like, uh, he won't come back. Like, he yeah. can't come back. And it's horrifying. I don't want to read the That's when I know. Molly. See, I, like, made peace with Sirius's death in that moment, whereas Harry can't deal with it right away until he talks to Nick. Um, but, like, when Lupin says that in that shaky voice, I'm like, like I can't and I but I believe it because it's from Lupin yeah ooh ooh this I like am literally on the edge of tears right now but um and not in my dramatic way that I usually am like I'm this is actually just I I can't imagine what it would be like to have like to be in Lupin's position right now like for Harry this is also really really sad but like 
all of these mixed feelings Lupin has about this whole situation. Because he's been trying to, like, um, oppress it? Yeah, um, su- suppress it, Suppress I think. it, yeah. Sup- he's oppressive. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to suppress the feelings of his childhood the entire time he's working at Hogwarts. Like, he's trying to move past it. He's like, this is my chance. Um, to kind of start over, and he can't because obviously, like, Sirius is there, and, like, Harry's there, and, like, but that's also his happiest time, so he doesn't really want to suppress it, so he wants that link to James, even if it's through Harry, like, and I think he was really excited about this, and then, like, I think this sort of, like, wrenches him. And I think he's terrified of what Snape thinks. Mm-hmm. Like, that everyone's going to think oh, that he's... Oh, certainly, and we'll talk about that, you yeah. know, when we get to the later part of this chapter where Harry's yeah. like, you he must, must know have... serious. Yeah. And he, like, Lupin panics. Yeah. <laughs> Not so subtly um, again. Yeah. But um, in this in this moment, like, Lupin is really subtle here. He's like, yeah, we were friends. Um, which I think Harry doesn't... I thought that too. Harry doesn't pick up on that, like, not pick up on it, but he doesn't, like, jump at that the way I expect him to. Like, it's also, he's also not, like, suspicious that Lupin hasn't said anything before, and if it were me, I'd be like, what? I'm sorry, like, you didn't tell me that you were friends with my father, and I told you that I heard my mom's voice, like, you must have known my mom if you knew my dad. Also, like, like, any time that we met, like, on the train, anything, you could have been like, oh, Harry, yeah, I knew your parents. Yeah, also, Harry, like, begs people to tell him information about his parents anytime someone brings up that they might have known him. So, the fact that he doesn't immediately ask Lupin a million questions He's also, like, super drained, I think, too. But I think that is, like... And he, like, Harry's trying to keep his cool right now because he's, like, deaf crying. And he's, yeah, like, trying not true. to show Oh, it. my God. That's sad, too. But I think it's, like, Lupin's finally reaching out, though. Like, even if yeah. it's, like, slight. I'm not mad at Lupin No, here. no, I'm me neither. that if I were Harry, I would. Yeah. I'd like, this is him reaching out and being, like, yeah. He's, like, finally telling him, like, Harry, where are all your million follow-up questions? And then... We're going to talk about it. But when he follows up with, like, you must have known seriously, that's not the follow-up question. Right? Honestly, like, and I've read this book so many times, and I was, like, expecting him to ask something else just because of, like, logic. (laughs) I mean, that's where I'm at anyway with my notes. Um, You're at him asking about Sirius? Yeah. Oh, no. I have notes about Harry's success because I needed to take notes about happy things. (laughs) Harry successfully conjuring, like, a little wisp of a Patronus. Um, a little baby stag. Yeah. But we don't know it's a stag. And I said, using the memory of his abusive home. Yikes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That happy was... thoughts, Alex. Hey. <laughs> well, that was my sassy note from earlier. Well, I was... Kay was pretty sassy. <laughs> <laughs> my notes are always sassy. Um... Um, and then I have the elation of wanting to continue to create the Patronus after finally getting it right is so relatable. Yeah. Um, cause you know, I'll do that. Like, I don't know. I'm not the best dancer in the world, but like if I am working on a piece of choreography and I like finally get it, I just want to keep running it. Cause it's, you get like an endorphin high when you've worked really hard on something and you're finally cracking yeah. it, you know, even if you are exhausted. I can also be a little bit of a show off. I'm like, look at me. I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, 
But that's even me, like, in my home. Like, if I'm working on a piece of choreography by myself, I'm like, all right, I got it. Let's do it ten more times before I move on to something else, because I know I can do this one right. Yeah. That's what they say, like, when you're, like, doing a to-do list, do your small things Easiest first. Easiest way to yeah. It gives, builds confidence. Yeah. I do that all the time. I don't. I have no self-control. Yeah, but self-control, like, I, don't you want to do the easiest things first? Kind of. I have, like, a weird thing where, like, the, like, if I, I Get the big thing, with. like, yeah. is stuck in my head, I can't focus on little things. But now, that's separate from things that, like, could be done but don't need to be done that are, like, procrastination tools, yeah. which I do do first. Like, haven't cleaned my room in a month, but it suddenly cannot go another day is a different situation. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I put off just, like, sending an email, and it's, like, the easiest thing I could do, but I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing that right now, which is bad. Because it's, like, for work. <laughs> I've had to send an email for, like, the past two days, and I really need to do it. I like, know, I get it. I don't understand what that mentality is, but sometimes I'm like, I really don't feel like sending this. I mean, it's, like, fine, because I think I get a kind it's of a pass holiday. because it's a holiday, but honestly, like, it's for business, you know? <laughs> like, it's about, like, acting, so I should really be, yeah. like, up on it. Because yeah. I have to self-promote myself. And I'm like, eh. Yeah, for work, I'm like, uh, I don't really feel like dealing with that. Because I think I don't want to deal with, like, whatever comes after the mm-hmm. email. But anyway, not really related. There's no email in Hogwarts. Um, okay, I'm at, I'm at him talking to Lupin now about Sirius. I mean, like, I'm still there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm right there. I'm right there. You're with me? I'm with ya. I was just like, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't ask Lupin more questions about his dad. Also, <laughs> Lupin... Oh, well, because we've been saying how, like, Lupin really hasn't had much chill, like, when he, like, goes to reach for his arm yeah. and, like... I don't know. But I feel like Lupin should have more chill. Like, Lupin is good at, like, keeping secrets yeah. and, like... I think it's it's because we're seeing him in these instances where this is the one time he would crack. Right. You know, like, is about Sirius. This is pretty is surprising. James. Because I think he's surprised that Harry knows about Sirius. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, it he catches gets, him way off guard. He has no follow-up questions to that. Like, come on, Lupin. I also think he thinks, Lupin thinks, that Harry might be, like, in, like, an instant, he's like, are is he you, gonna turn on are me? you, yeah, are you accusing me? Like, yeah. let me watch what I'm saying. But then he, like, knows later like when harry asks like says something you know um can we just have that interaction yeah quote quote professor lupin he said if you knew my dad you must have known sirius black as well lupin turned very quickly what gives you that idea he said sharply nothing i mean i just knew they were friends at hogwarts too Lupin's face relaxed. Yes, I knew him, he said shortly. Or I thought I did. You'd better be off, Harry. It's getting late. So dramatic, right? Like, I'm waiting on pins and needles. I'm just like, oh my god. Yes, I knew him. Or I thought I did. Rough. Rough. Rough, 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 rough times. Rough times. 
rough, rough. Am I right, serious? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Rough, rough. Uh, no, but that line just may have done me in. Like, I felt a little bit dead at the end of that one. I'm a little bit mad at Harry because he keeps saying, like, oh, I gotta do this because what if they come back for the Quidditch game? Yeah, about Quidditch! I'm like, Harry, you should, one, want to defeat Dementors anyway. Two... You keep hearing your parents dying, like, you should just want to, like, make that stop. You should not be doing this because, like, they might show up to a Quidditch match. But I think, honestly, as trivial as it is, that's the one thing keeping him from wanting to do it. Because I think he really does like hearing his parents' voices. And we... But also, like, they also create really bad feelings apart from that, so maybe you should just, like, think about that. No, I thought the same thing. I was like, Harry, this is about more than Quidditch. Like, you're not Wood. And I think, uh, Lupin, like, I just was trying to picture this scene from Lupin's point of view, and I think he probably thinks it's so funny. Well, because he's like, maybe you should think of a happier Because he knows he's like James. Yeah. Which I think Lupin thinks it's like charming funny. That's what I mean. Like yeah. he's like, Cause th- I, James was also obsessed with Quidditch just like you are. Oh God. I think he sees so much of James and Harry because of how like determined Harry is. I think James is so determined. And I think that's why Lupin keeps letting him, even after he's fainted like three times in his presence he keeps letting like i don't know if we should do this and then harry's like no we're gonna keep going and i think lupin lets him because he knows harry can take it because he knows james and james did the same shit yeah probably when they trying to become animaguses it was Mm -hmm. him and sirius being like no we're gonna keep doing it and it was probably James mostly, like, being like, no, no, we're going to keep doing it. Because Sirius seems like that kind of dude that was like, no, let's stop for tonight. Like, let's go get some butter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking oh, of. Oh, yes. Um, are we there yet? Oh, no, oh, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. But in general, nothing is sadder than just in... I'm keeping yeah, yeah, yeah. going with Let's keep going sad. Nothing is sadder than Harry having to remind himself that his parents are dead and that nothing will bring them back. Ooh. Like him sitting in the corner eating his chocolate by himself. I'm getting, one, cupboard flashbacks. Two, like... He told himself sternly they're dead and listening to echoes of them won't bring them back and then you better get a grip on yourself for the quidditch cup <laughs> all in the same thought dead parents quidditch cup you know all the same you know norbert um uh, norbert getting expelled from hogwarts getting expelled from hogwarts same 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 level <sighs> um Ron is obsessed with Hermione's schedule, and it's Valid. so cute. And he's done research, which is so unron. Like he's conducted interviews. <laughs> he, no, he said I heard her talking to Professor Victor, and he he talked to 
Ernie. You talked to Ernie? No, I don't think Ron's being obsessed. I think Ron's being a normal friend being like, this is weird. And I, I've talked to other people and it's like very no, that's strange. What, no, I, I don't, I'm not saying that in like, oh, he's obsessed in like an obsessed with a negative connotation. I just mean yeah. like he's like actually being a concerned friend. Right. That's what I yeah. meant by obsessed. Like, I just don't think it's um, unreal. Like, it should, that's how most friends should react. Right. To, yeah. I don't think it's yeah. unrealistic. I think I would have been doing this week one. I right. would have been like, what, you know, but I think it's, it's unrealistic, not like it shouldn't happen, but like it's out of character for Ron, which is why I think it's funny. Yeah. Do you think that she, Hermione, uses the time turner to like sleep and do homework, but she must not be allowed to? No, I don't, but I think anyone else would and she doesn't. I know, Hermione, take care of you. Because she's so like about the rules, because she, but she totally should. She should just do it at night. Like, that wouldn't yeah. affect anything. Like, she could just get a couple more Zs and then, you know, study. Yeah. For sure. Which is honestly, in college, is what I would use a time turner for. I would get my full eight hours and then I'd use it to study. Or do the studying and then turn it back to go to sleep. Right, because exactly. Because it's part of school. Like, it's school-related. <laughs> Yeah, and she's, like, about to pull out her hair. Like, she is not in a good place, our Hermione. Um, yeah, Ron's the only one that cares. Therefore, the reader doesn't care, and so we just kind of, like, disregard it, because Harry's disregarding it. I was suspicious it. of this when I read but it. But what did you think? Like, I was suspicious, but I was, like, I moved on with it, because the story moved on. No, I was, like, really, I was, like in it with Ron. I was like, what's going on with her schedule? No, I disregarded it. Like, I was like, oh, that's weird. I wonder how they're going to explain that. But I didn't really have any theories or anything. I guess I didn't have theories, which is, okay, so maybe I wasn't, but I was, like, really, like, I mean, I definitely thought it was weird. Like, I was like, what's going on? Yeah, it was definitely weird. I honestly probably, like, in my head thought that she, like, was getting, like, independent study stuff. Yeah. Like, she was just, like... But he's, like, they were at the same classes. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I thought there was a reasonable explanation to it, and going back in time was not a reasonable explanation to me. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Oh, I'm at Oliver Wood now. Me too. <laughs> My note says, would be many exclamation point ready for the showdown. Awesome. <laughs> Um, she, uh, got a bit shirty with me. <laughs> got a bit shirty with me. I don't know what that means. Like, I know what it means, but, like, I've never really heard the term shirty before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, just, like, LOL would in his priorities. She seemed to suggest that I cared more about Quidditch than your life. <laughs> Does not, uh, does not, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, does not say Feel that bad. he otherwise oh, yeah. feels that He's way. He's like, no, I, I really hope that you are healthy and... Also, um, we need you to get you that broom. So, uh, think of that these brooms. Maybe you should get the same broom as Malfoy. I'm not buying anything Malfoy thinks is good. Yes, noted that. Okay. <laughs> okay, Harry. Um, I also, again, just in general, think it is unfair that they play on better brooms 
that what like I think that they should all have like you can have like your own room for your like personal recreational use but I think if you shouldn't like because and they talk about this next chapter but like a fireball is just legitimately faster than any other broom in the world it's not fair like it's not an even playing field it's like if you were in a race and you had shoes that made you run faster like it's not like a natural born gift to be able to I just think if on school teams and for professional sports it should be like there should be like a league broom that everybody is flying standard I mean I agree because a broom is a lot bigger than this but I'm thinking of other sports where like you can have different tennis rackets you can have different like shoes like basketball shoes or cleats Mm -hmm. that do have different not quite abilities but like they do affect things differently and like even in high school like you didn't have to have the same cleats or you didn't have to have the same rackets and some people spend a lot of money on tennis rackets and some people just use like the walmart brand of racket yeah and so i think that like that's like a normal thing in sports and because i think people see sports as an investment like people invest a lot of money in playing sports even in high school or middle school or whatever um, and so I think that this is just another way, but, like, this is their only equipment piece, so that's, like, the only thing that they yeah. do Yeah, I mean, I, I get that, and I just think broom is, one, I think brooms are different, and two, they're not in university, but I feel like Hogwarts takes, like, like, Hogwarts sports is like playing university sports, because that's what takes you into pro, and, like, I know that at... At, like, my brother plays, like, for his college team, and they all have the same cleat, like, everyone on the team. Like, it's, like, well, standard, you know. They have Under Armour supporting their whole school. Right, but that's, but that's what I mean. Like, it's, like, but I think even if they were all flying on shitty brooms, it's better than one person having to fly on, like, a shitty queen's clean sleep because they're poor, and one person having to fly, getting to fly on, like, a firebolt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then, I mean... It's particularly for the seeker position, I think. It's bad. But then it's like, well, what is the standard broom then? Like, you know, like, it's hard to say. Like, so everyone has to fly on a shitty broom because, like, three people can't afford, like, the nicer broom. You know, it's like a weird balance. Yeah. Yeah. I just think the school has brooms. They should just all fly on school brooms. And then when you're professional and on recreational, you can do whatever you want to do. Or at least they all have to be, like, on the same standard. Like, they can't be a special, like, I feel like... They can all only go the same speed. Yeah. Like, I think Nimbus 2001 is also, like, I mean, 2000... Yeah, Nimbus 2001 is also, like, a lower class of broom than the Firebolt. Like, I just think it's... Well, they say that. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Like, it just seems... The Firebolt seems, like, excessive. Unfair. Unfair. Yeah. And... (laughs) Like, I do think that Harry's a good flyer, but it's like, yeah, he also has the best broom. And even when he was a first year, he, he had, had the best broom. He had the best broom of that time, you know? Yeah. It, I think it is unfair, but I do think that's normal for sports. Yeah. That there is, like, unfairness in equipment. Yeah. That makes sense. I just, I think because half of Harry's job is flying fast, that, like, when you're raising someone to the snitch, it really isn't skill that makes you faster to the snitch than someone else. Yeah, I mean, I think the skill comes in, like, seeing it Seeking first. it, you know, but if you yeah. see it at the same time. Yeah. 
we'll talk about it next chapter. I have some some thoughts about um, the seeker that Harry is going against and how Ugh. and how she. Um, I actually like her in that chapter. How she maneuvers. Um, yeah, it's just cheap. Maneuvers the her way around. Yeah, Harry having a faster broom than her. Um, lol at Harry when. Um, Lupin's like, this is at the butterbeer thing. Is that where you're at? Oh, I say, oh, sorry. <laughs> My next note says Harry is so hard on himself, and I don't know what that's about, so. Uh, he's like, I thought a Patronus would charge the Dementors down or something. Oh, yeah, it's because he's being down on himself for not having it yeah. perfect yet. Yeah, they're back at the lessons, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lupin's like, no, you deserve a drink. Something from the three broomsticks. You won't have tried it before, Harry. Butterbeer! Yeah, I love that stuff. Like, Lupin even says, you haven't had it. Like, just go with it, yeah, Harry. Yeah, just be like, he helped you out. And then he's like, oh, uh, Ron and Hermione, they uh, got that uh, for me last time they were there. And Lupin has, like, he's like, mm, I know that's not true. Right, and I, I just have this note that's, like, he's clearly seen this horrible lie from James before. Like, I feel like James is probably a better liar, though. Yeah, but, like, he knows the... Yeah. He, he, he's, like, what, Harry? It's, like, another, like, he's amused by this situation. Um, oh, so they're talking about talking about Kiss, the Dementor's Kiss. Yikes. Um... My note just says, Lupin has clearly been thinking about Sirius and the kiss already, like, before Harry brings this up. And then we get another line that just, I was already in the grave, but we dug it a little bit deeper. Do you really think anyone deserves that? So sad. So sad. I had two thoughts on this. Well, first, I had a question about, um... What happens to the people that are kissed? Like, where are they now? Kind of thing. Where are they now? Let's check in. Whoa. And I think I I answered it myself that they must be like what Voldemort is like before he comes back, like in that time. Yeah. Um, because Voldemort's like like kind of not really soul. That's like creepy though. Where do they go? Like that seems like is there like a place we keep those people? Those soulless little beings? Well, I was thinking it kind of, like, contradicts what they say about horcruxes and souls. Because they're basically saying, like, if Voldemort, like, separates his soul one more time, like, he could die. Mm -hmm. So that's saying, like, or maybe they're not saying he could die, but, like, maybe if he separates his soul again, he'll be basically one of the mentor's kisses. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know what they are or what happens to them. So I have this fan theory that's not true, but I think I thought it like a couple times ago when I was reading that I don't really know how a Dementor could reproduce. So maybe after the kiss, because you are soulless, you turn into a Dementor. Well, that's what I thought too, but they do mention in the sixth one that Dementors are breeding. And that's what's causing all the fog. Yeah. Gross. That they're, like, breeding. Gross. Yeah. So I don't but think they, that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, 
And I think that people who are kissed by Dementors are very rare. Like, I don't think it happens that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't know what happens to them. And, and I, I feel don't like think... Dementors in the wild could do it, like, if they, you know. But see, I don't know if that's, like, I feel like they just like being around people. They don't need to do the kiss or whatever. That's my impression. Yeah. But, um, just, it's also just a really interesting conversation about souls, because this comes back, like, the idea of souls mm-hmm. in the magical community. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay, and then my other part was, to what you were saying, I think it's interesting that Lupin is the one that's like, really, you think that anybody deserves that? When Lupin chides Harry in the seventh one for not being, like, tough enough. And he's like, you cannot be using, like, Expelliarmus. Like, it's time to kill. And, like, right now, and obviously, like, Harry's, like, 12 years old, like, or 13. But I do think it's Lupin being, like, you think, like, he's, like, saying, like. Oh, I think it's because, I don't, I don't tried I think it's Lupin because it's serious. It's because it's serious. I know it's because it's of serious. It's because it's serious. But he says, like, you think that anybody would deserve it? Like, he's... I know, but I think I he, the wording is because he can't be like, well, I knew serious, and I just, I, I can't see my friend go through that. Like, I think that's his monologue I in his do head. think that's what's happening, but don't you think it's a little bit interesting? Because he's, like, the one that's like, Harry, you're not tough enough. I think that's so human. I think it's, like, yeah. good that she has that other scene with Lupin because we know definitively that this is because it's serious. And because I think Lupin, in his heart of hearts, is like, I believe that somebody who did this deserves this, but I can't have this happen too, too, um, too serious. Like, I think it's one of those, it's another one of those things where he's like, the pieces don't add up. Like, I can't do it. Because when it's Wormtail, he's like, we'll give them to the ministry. Like, let them do the kiss. Nobody cares. (laughs) Like. I also think it comes back to Lupin wants Harry to be better than he is. Yeah. Because he thinks he's horrible. Yeah. Which is I do think that. Yeah. Um, And I think he has thought himself weak before. Like, I think Lupin Mm -hmm. regrets letting Harry make the choice about Peter. Yeah. I think that Lupin wishes that they had killed Peter. Yeah. Again, that's like a silent thing that I think is happening. I also also think that. Like, it's not a said thing. I also think Sirius regrets letting Harry make the choice. I mean, I think Harry regrets making the choice he makes about Peter, like, just because of things that happen later. But, um... I don't think Harry regrets it, only because Harry would have never been able to live with it. Yeah, but I think in hindsight, he's like... When you think about how Voldemort, like, wouldn't... Like, the way things went down later, I think he's like, ah... Cheese. But if Harry had done it, well, or if he had even said, like, yes, Lupin and Sirius, you can kill him, like, it would have ruined Harry. I know, but I don't think Harry is, like, self-aware enough to think about that, you know? Like, I think he regrets it. Not that I think that was the best option. Right. Um. Um. McGonagall. Um, I'm at, um. I did, I did not remember it being so soon that he got the broom back. Yeah. 
I mean, it do- it's supposed to have been a couple weeks. No, I know, yeah. but, like, in my head, I guess, like, from my first read of More it, More than where, a chapter. Yeah, I was like, oh, this took so long for him to get the broom back, you know? Hermione sucks. <laughs> and then I said it's so shitty, and I don't know what that means. Oh, well, who knows? Um, well, I, I think just... it's about, like, how they're treating Hermione. Yeah. I was like, LOL, McGonagall was probably just as, like, it was just as hard for her knowing how close they were cutting it with getting the broom back. But she had to be, like, the tough one being like, no, Harry, like, we have to do this. Yeah. But, like, she's like, we better win. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, all right, Harry, we got the broom now. Let's go. Um, Now, my next note, speaking of my sassy notes. I don't need to say anything about this password business, do I? Poor Neville. You don't feel bad for Neville at all? I do. I just am being, like, self-righteous in this moment about the password business. Everyone knows that Neville's bad with passwords. Nobody has denied it. Nobody in this room has denied that Neville's bad with passwords. I have a little scene to work out right now. Ooh, let's do it. I'm just going to do it by myself. It's only oh. three lines. Oh, okay. Well, you just, you just don't know what lines are coming up at all. Okay. 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 Ready? Yeah. Harry. This is Harry's part. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I wasn't saying Harry is part of the line. Yeah, okay, I got it, I got it. Okay. Harry, like, colon, got it. We should apologize, Ron. Okay. Also, Ron. We were right, and you were wrong. <laughs> that was my... See? See? Here's the broom! <laughs> yeah. So shitty. Just to explain that. Ron. Harry and Ron have a conversation when Harry gets the broom back, being like, Harry, yay, I got the broom. Ron's like, awesome, can I ride it? And Harry's like, yeah, but we should apologize for Hermione. And Ron's like, yeah, we should totally do that. End scene. Next scene, Harry's, like, coming up to Hermione, being like, yeah, I got the broom back. And Ron goes, yeah, you see, there's nothing. <laughs> so much, so much to be said. I have some sass toward Harry on this, on this point, though. Harry's suddenly deciding to care about Hermione again. Okay, like. Yeah. Like, I get it. I get the whole broom thing was upsetting, but then he, likes. it's like the first time he sees that she's stressed. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, like. What's going on with you? I will like, say that, like, the first line of this book, or this chapter, is him being, like, he didn't blame, or he knew that Hermione, like, whatever. He wasn't, like, that mad at Hermione. No, I know. And, and yeah. he, like, even, like, after the the businesses that is about to happen happens, he's yeah. still, like, really civil to Hermione, so... It's, like, I'm not mad at him about that. I'm, I was more being sassy about the fact that he, like, legit forgets that yeah she's like to care about her that she's like a person really like he sees her as like a constant you know right in his life as opposed to someone having her own life right and she needs the love in this book and this is when they turn against her she makes some decisions she, she doesn't help herself, is what I'm going to say. Only in that one instance, though. No, I oh, think yeah, she's the wrong animal, I forgot the about the question. Yeah, no, never mind, never mind. <laughs> Speaking I'm of... I'm very mad at her for that. My next note says, oh, God, I hate the fight that's coming. Yeah. 
Well, before that, I was like, I feel so bad for her, for Hermione, because she's just, like, trying to keep it all together, and, like, she just, like, she just can't hang. She's too stressed and distressed. I feel bad for her more than anything right now. I, I feel, and I think this time, more than other reads, I felt really bad for her. Yeah. Um, even though I was giving her such a hard time last chapter, I really do feel for her. And it's gonna be later that I get mad at her when she's so self-righteous about crookshank. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but right now we're just ending with Ron discovering that Scabbers is gone and there's blood on the sheets and there's, like, cat hair. hmm Not looking good. Not looking great. That I don't have any more notes. Me either. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> all right. How many points? Um, I gave it 170 points. Holy shit. Why? I don't know. I really like this scene between Harry and Lupin. Um, I gave it actually very low points because this chapter made me so sad. But I like chapters like that. Like, I, I, what makes me kind of upset about not upset, but, like, I like when the books get darker, and I think this chapter, like, really starts to take seriously. (laughs) Ooh, that'll never get old. Um, I think this chapter really starts, not this chapter only, but this book really starts to take seriously, like, the psychological things that Harry is going through, and I really liked that journey in this chapter, and so I gave it really high points because I also love Lupin in this chapter. It, like, almost 170 points go to Lupin and his feelings about his friends and how J.K. Rowling writes that so subtly. Like, I didn't pick up on it as a kid, you know, how much... It was about, like, him caring about these people and, like, all the things that we've discussed in this chapter. And so I gave it really high points, and I knew they were going to be outrageously high, but, um, yeah. Um, I gave it much lower points, and I like emotional chapters, too. Like, I really liked the Marauders map chapter, Mm -hmm. because it's, like, pretty devastating, but it's a really good chapter, um, this one just, like, didn't make me feel good because, like, the whole Firebolt business is happening and, like, this whole thing at the end, like, put a sour taste in my mouth. Um, and I do really like the Lupin conversation. So all of my points go to Lupin, but it's only, like, 60 points. <gasps> oh, my God! But that's because I think the other stuff was really making me feel negative about the chapter. But I think even the other stuff in this chapter really moved plot forward. Like, I'm interested in every part of this chapter, which I can't say for other... You know what I'm saying? I'm not interested in the Scabbers stuff. Even, like, reading it for the first time, I was like, this is stupid. Like, why are we spending time on it? Obviously, I didn't know who Scabbers was. No, but that's what I'm saying. I think rereading it, it's interesting, the Scabbers stuff, and it's important this But I hate that they're arguing over it. Oh, yeah, that is sad. But they're not really arguing yet. Oh, I mean, oh, I see what you're saying. And, like, the fireball, like, I hate that they're arguing over that. I don't know. It's like this whole book. Is them, like, arguing over Crookshanks and Scabbers. Right, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, yeah, I gave it low points, but it's fine. My rat is, um, I wasn't sure who to give my rat to, actually. 
So I gave it to, first I gave it to Peter, because, like, he faked his death again. Um, but then I was like, side note, like, wood? <laughs> My rat is wood. <laughs> My rat is 100% Oliver wood. So don't feel bad. But I was like, fuck Peter for faking his death again. I know. <laughs> Peter sucks. I know we don't know that in this chapter, but, like, it's I know. still there. I would give him a rat every chapter, though. Like, make him rat every chapter. I kind of almost do every time he's mentioned. <laughs> like, anytime he does, like, he's the cause of all the conflict, basically, in this book. Um, and then my champ is obviously Lupin. Same. Obvious. So, obs. Alright. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. Okay, um, what brooms do most of the Ravenclaw team, does most of the Ravenclaw team ride? Clean sweeps. Clean sweep. Sevens. Yep. But Harry's been riding a shooting star. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Molly. Okay, Molly. Wasn't part of the question. Okay, well, can you name the Muggle Studies essay that Hermione is working on? Because it's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, I do remember this. Um, explain why Muggles. Um. Oh explain why Muggles need this. I remember being like, Hermione, like, already knows, like, why is she reading this chapter? <laughs> um, explain why muggles need blank. I, I can't remember, and that makes me so mad because I did give me pause. Electricity? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's a testament to how much Hermione loves knowledge for the sake of knowledge that she is even reading this. Because the whole reason that she wanted to take Muggle studies, I'm assuming, is to, like, See know about Muggles from the wizard perspective. So, like, but if I were as stressed as she were, I would not be, like, reading that chapter. Like, I would be making other classes my preference. Like, she already knows the answer yeah. to this. Um... I'm reading from Waters, Unofficial Guide to the Mysteries of Harry Potter, and they had a very funny note about um, Hermione figuring out what Lupin's secret is, and they were like, so much for holiday cheer, frowny face. The frowny face is mm -hmm. in the text. Um, notice this technique. Even though Hermione does not divulge Lupin's secret, we are told by J.K. Rowling that Hermione now has enough information to solve the Lupin mystery. Um, glad she told us. Now, if H.P. Sleuths could figure it out where it's hiding. Parentheses, she's driving us loony. <laughs> Thank you, Waters, for that. Oh, this was interesting. I didn't think about this. It says that Lupin just happened to find this bogart in Filch's filing cabinet. Does he normally go looking for bogarts in filing cabinets? Not too likely. So what exactly was Lupin doing in Filch's filing cabinet? Do we know of anything specific that he might be looking for? I was thinking of that too. 
Really? Yeah, when I was reading, nice. when I was reading the chapter as, like, um, as, like, a, a distant side thought, like, I was, like, that filing cabinet, it seems, like, suspicious that J.K. Rowling just told us that, like, Fred and George got it from there, and Lupin, like, hearing Sirius has been in the castle, like, would want, he would know exactly how to prove that. And yeah. Well, I don't think he wants to prove it serious. Well, like, I don't think he wants yeah. to prove it, but I think he is, he was looking for the map. Yeah. But I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, they also just note about Lupin being mysteri- mysterious about, like, the past, about Harry. Um, just how close was Lupin to Harry's fan? What does that mean? <laughs> Like, were they just friends? Mm. Obviously. Or Sirius would have been the upset. Um. Um, they question whether it can ever be reversed, a Dementor's kiss. I don't think so. I think that's a pretty permanent state of being, you know? And then they just say, just like being on the internet, what good are passwords if you can't remember them all without a list? At least most people would be able to remember the list. Is Neville Mittmary really that bad? This is not normal. (laughs) And then they just say, talk about bad omens with Scabbers being missing. This is not a good sign with chapter 13 just ahead. They, Waters puts a lot of weight on the number chapter like in chapter 12 it's like do things with 12 have to do with it like they put a lot of weight on like the number of the chapter with what's happening that's interesting which i've never really given much thought to but um chapter 13 the quidditch it's the quidditch game um ravenclaw versus having read that chapter nothing much (laughs) happens like i don't think (laughs) chapter 13 is particularly significant (laughs) Um, I haven't read it yet, so I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, stay tuned in for next week, chapter 13, Ravenclaw versus Gryffindor, or is it Gryffindor versus Ravenclaw? What does that mean? What's the name of the oh, chapter? Oh, the name of the chapter. I thought you meant like... Oh, of course. Like, it's Gryffindor versus Ravenclaw. <laughs> All the books are from Harry's point of view. And it's in alphabetical order, I'll argue. Okay. Okay. That makes you sleep better at night. Um, it makes me fly better. Do. <laughs> what was that? On that guffaw or whatever. Uh, have a good day, evening. Stay magical. If the magic awaits you. Mischief managed. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum.